Hey everybody and welcome to episode three. I'm super excited to be here and we've got some really interesting topics to go over today. Um, I can definitely say living by myself in quarantine has given me the creativity and the clarity to just have so much drive and initiative to create, to make things, and to also be introspective and look at myself. And hopefully I can take that and turn it around and give it back to you. Um, So I definitely want to dive right in. I got a DM from a girl. We're just going to call her Sarah. And she uh, has a bit of a sticky situation but that's what I'm here for. And she said, Dear Essie, I am so heartbroken over the fact that my boyfriend of three years, I caught him messaging his baby mama. I just don't know what to do. Um, We were supposed to be talking about possibly getting engaged in the future, and now it looks like everything is on ice. And my heart is broken, and I just don't know what to do. Should I take him back? Right now, I went to South Carolina, and I'm living with my parents so that I can get a um, grip on everything that's happening to me. Um, But I want to know if I should take him back or not. That is such a sticky situation. Um... I always tell women we need to expect quality and we need to expect goodness in our life. Um, And definitely if somebody that you've been dating three years has messaged his baby mama and not just messaged as in talking about their children because I understand completely when someone is co-parenting with somebody in a respectful nature that's admirable if they want to be a dad and step up and be in the picture and it didn't work out for whatever reason it didn't work out with um you know his uh child's mother but he still wants to step up but that is not what's going on here sarah is saying that she caught him messaging his baby mama messaging a woman um that he shares a child with and the, from the sound of things it doesn't sound like they were talking about childcare. Uh, at least not at like four o'clock in the morning, okay? He was talking to her for a totally different, inappropriate reason. And what's even more hurtful is when they're talking about the potential of getting married. Maybe Sarah's excited because she wants to start her own family. You know, um, I'm sure she has goals and a career and that type of thing. But it's really, really crushing when you find out that someone has either cheated on you or emotionally cheated or micro cheated and it brings to mind two different situations one of them is the idea of that i just read that chloe kardashian um is pregnant for the second time with tristan thompson they've been quarantining together keep trying to tell people there's going to be lots of little quarantinis around, teeny babies, quarantinis, and um, if you quarantine with a person and you are romantically involved, please expect, if you're not staying on your birth control or whatever your birth plan is, your birth control plan is, you might have a quarantini on the way. I've seen it happen to plenty of my friends. I've seen it happen to people I know. All of a sudden, they think their life is sweet, and then an unexpected blessing comes along. So, um, definitely, it's really, really hard when you still love the person or you care about the person, and they decide to talk to, like I said, um, your 
I don't want to say exes, but your boyfriend's baby mama. I almost wanted to say ex because my first inclination, of course, is to be like, yes, you're very smart to put everything on ice and just take a step back, take a breather. You've gone to your parents' house um, and everything's kind of frozen, which is as it should be. You've got to really, really think about this. Is this a person that you can trust? I don't know. My inclination would be to say no. You can't trust them. Especially if you guys were talking marriage and you were excited about, you know, so many potential things are ruined by cheating and ruined by even micro or emotional cheating. Like I said, maybe he didn't do anything. And so you have to decide what you want to live with. You have to decide in the back of your mind, is he going to be talking to her about their child or is he going to be finding a way to communicate with her for the next 18 years for other reasons that we don't want to dream up? Um, but that's very, very true that he might be talking about the child and other things, you know? So it's it's a definitely a very sticky situation. And like I said, when I think about like Khloe Kardashian having a baby with Tristan Thompson for the second time, he's cheated on her allegedly, allegedly, uh, several times. Um, and, you know, we think about Tiffany Haddish and the rapper Common are now supposedly having a child together. Although how together together, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> how together they're going to be because um, it seemed like there was some tumultuous kind of stuff going on behind the scenes. Um, but this is not necessarily a celebrity channel, although I do think it's really fascinating when we look at celebrities and say, why do they do what they do? So let's break it all the way down. First of all, the idea that somebody would go back to someone and have a child with someone after they've cheated on them. Do they see qualities and characteristics in them that we don't see? Is there a goodness in them that we don't see? Um, is there not even just a side, they just have done the work, the emotional intelligence to get to a place where they feel like they can have a family with them or continue their family with them? Maybe, maybe. But I think it's also really indicative of human nature that we tend to like our patterns. And what I mean by that is if we've had a child with one person and we want more children and we're currently not dating or, you know, maybe we are dating, we will be really tempted to go back to that same person, not because psychologically that relationship works for us, but because it's a pattern and it's comfortable and it's something that we know and branching out and being brave and trying something totally different or seeing somebody else totally different or seeing our future with somebody else is really, really terrifying. And some people don't wanna take that risk. And I think that probably is why women go back to cheaters because it's a psychological pattern. <coughs> Excuse me. Seasonal allergies, y'all. I'm not sick with the coronavirus. I just have really bad seasonal allergies. Um, but yes, I do think that women go back to cheaters because it's a comfortable pattern. At least you know what to expect. As sad as it sounds, this is how women's behavior, this is how they kind of psychologically process. And if they already have one child with them, they feel like having the same father. There's almost this idea of blood where... Instead of saying, well, I might have to start all over with someone else, you can say, 
both of my children are from the same father, which is a pride thing, I think, a little bit. Um, But I don't know. That's definitely what I would think when it comes to women settling down with somebody who's hurt them multiple times. Um, There's that psychological pull to get re-involved with somebody. um, Because also you might want to just be fixing what was broken. Even though, like I talked about in my last podcast, we can't fix a cheater. There's no way we can fix a cheater. They have to do all the work themselves. But to circle back to Sarah's question, like I said, that idea of should I take him back? You know, should I continue to date him? Um, three years is a lot to throw away. Whew. I, uh, don't even know what I would do if I found out that my boyfriend of like three years was cheating on me. That's a low blow. And on the one hand, you don't want to take them back because you do deserve better. You deserve someone who's going to love you and care about you and not hurt you. And I don't believe in taking back cheaters. But at the same time, I understand your point of view where you're like three years to just flush that down the toilet, um, especially when you were considering marriage. It's very difficult, but let's get to that point. Do you want to live with this person for the rest of your life, constantly in fear that for whatever reason you're going to think you're not good enough, or he's going to go back to the baby mama, or he's going to cheat on you or micro cheat on you? Those are some pretty deep uh, fissures in the security blanket, my dear. Those are definitely some red flags that we cannot speed past no matter how much we want to. Um, There is an old, I don't know if it's a prophecy or as much as it's a saying, that when you break a dish, you can never ever put it back together exactly the way it was. Even if you have like the strongest glue on earth, if you were to take those shattered pieces and glue them back together, it's not ever going to be the same product that it ever was before. And that kind of, unfortunately, is where we are when it comes to relationships. And not even romantic relationships, in a friendship. I've had friends hurt me so, so badly that I had to cut off the friendship with them because of things that they said or things that they did. And this is where creating healthy boundaries is important. What kind of emotional environment do you want to live in? What kind of emotional air do you want to be breathing in consistently over and over? Fears, lies, anxiety, never knowing if that person really loves you for you. Because if they talk to them once, they can talk to them again. And like I said, it's going to make it worse that there's a child involved. So he could use the excuse of, oh, well, I was just messaging her because I needed to ask how so-and-so was doing or when to pick her up from school or, you know, he could use that as an excuse and you just don't know. And that not knowing is going to create insecurity in you. So to me, I personally would not take him back. Um, You would have to sit down and have a very, very honest conversation with him, like a very genuine, honest conversation with him on um, his priorities and how much he loves you and also watch his actions because when someone is trying to get us back, they're going to say a lot of things. 
okay, that we want to hear. It's like just dumping sugar uh, on our plate. They're going to say everything and anything that we can think of that we want to hear. But his actions is what would prove to you that he's really serious about getting back with you. Um, If you decide to go back to wherever you're from um, and see him again and talk to him again, you know, I would not rush into things. I would let him prove with his actions um, how much he really wants to be with you. And I would also create strong boundaries if you choose to take him back. Like I said, I would create very strong boundaries and say, listen, this is what I tolerate. This is what I don't tolerate. If you don't like it, you're out. That's fine. I'll find someone else. And you kind of have to be very blunt in your expectations. Women have to start respecting themselves as well as the people around them. But very often we put ourselves on the back burner and we make excuses for people that they don't make excuses for themselves. We are so busy making excuses for people saying, oh, I'm sure he didn't mean it or, oh, he's just late because he fell asleep or this or that or whatever. We keep making excuses for people. I had an ex one time. Um, I don't even know if he qualifies as an ex because we went out a couple times and he was an hour late for dinner. Now, I was very young when I dated him. I was in my early, early 20s. So the SE now would not wait an hour for this dude. The SE now would wait maybe 15 minutes and then I would classically excuse myself, classfully, classically excuse myself. You know, if I had a glass of wine, I would pay for it and I would just leave um, because people are wasting your time. But baby Essie from her 20s did not know any better and made a lot of mistakes. (laughs) And I waited for this dude and when he finally answered his phone, He said that he fell asleep, which is a bunch of bullshit, I'm sure. And uh, it was very shortly after that that I uh, quit seeing him completely because I started to create really strong boundaries for myself. And that's what I want you to do as well and say, what do I expect? What do I want? And the second that that person um, crosses those boundaries, you have to be very swift and very clear and say, enough. And then you block their number and you delete them off socials or you block them off socials or you don't act out. You don't ask them how they're doing. You know, once you block them, that's it. They're gone. They're out of your life. And there's another old saying, and I can't remember where I found it, but it basically alludes to once you take out the trash and you put it in the dumpster, you don't keep checking on it every single day or every couple days just to make sure that it's still there and that nobody got into it and that's your garbage and your trash and you put it in the dumpster and oh, but I just, I just want to check on it. I just want to make sure it's okay. We don't do that. We throw out the garbage, we throw out the trash, and we keep it moving. So, (laughs) it's mind-boggling to me when we're dating a person or talking to a person or we have interest in a person and they hurt us, um, why, and we we block them, or we tell ourselves we're not going to talk to them, why we check up on them in a week or so, like, just to see how you're doing. I think that it really is 
going back to human connection and we're hoping that they're going to change their mind and we're hoping that they're going to want us and we're hoping that somehow, some way, things are going to be different. And we we look for reasons to be in their area and to talk to them and we look for reasons to rekindle a relationship because we believe in the fairy tale and the romance and oh, how romantic would that be if if all of this was not lost for nothing and... He came back with a grand sweeping gesture, which is never a good idea in the first place, but he came back with a grand sweeping gesture and swept me off my feet and made everything better. And I mean, he could try to do that, but um, what's more meaningful is his actions. You don't really want a man to fill your entire apartment or your house floor to floor with roses, as romantic as that might seem. What's actually going to mean more to you in the long run is the idea that he listens to you and he says, you know what? You're right. I messed up. I talked to her and it wasn't regarding our child. I got tempted by the past. I got tempted what I used to have. And you know, it was perpetuated by blah, 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 blah. You know, whatever was perpetuated by, maybe you guys got into a fight and a couple days later he decides to message her. Maybe you didn't like the way that he folded his shirts and because you were on your period and you were irritated and you snapped and then you guys got into a stupid argument about folding shirts, which just doesn't make any sense in the first place. But it's happened. I've had it happen to me. I've had it happen to my girlfriends. We get so wound up in the little details You know, a fight about dishes is never, never really a fight about dishes. There's always, whenever there's a fight, there's always something underlying and murky. And we kind of have to dig that up and figure out what is pissing me off, what is pissing him off, you know, do an emotional autopsy and really figure out what's going on with with us as a couple, you know, so that (laughs) you don't have a three hour scream fest over dirty dishes and whose turn it was to put them away and why didn't you put them in the dishwasher or scrub them off like oh my gosh that sounds exhausting um so yeah we've really run the gamut this uh podcast or this episode from cheating to you know baby mama drama and Like I said, to wrap everything up, I definitely would caution you to get back with someone who's disrespected you that way because that's really, really what it is. You want to, in all elements of your life, whether it's a job or a boyfriend or your friends, find a way to lead with grace and also find a way to respect yourself no matter the situation, okay? That's what I want you to do. No matter how hard it is, I want you to find a way to lead with grace, lead with class, and find situations that respect you and create dignity and joy in your life. Because we do not have time to waste. We only get one life. We only get one chance. You deserve to be happy. We need to start working towards your happiness. Okay? Um... So that's that. 
wow. Uh, thinking about how fast this episode went, I'm really surprised, but I'm really, really happy that you guys are tuning in and loving it and giving me feedback. Um, like I said, make sure that you follow me, find me on Spotify, um, look up SEV Collins on YouTube, give me your feedback, tell me what you want for a next topic. I think we're cool on cheaters for a while because we've done two episodes back to back that kind of deal with micro cheating and emotional cheating. But I just, um, I'm so excited for where this is going and I can't wait to hear what you guys and gals have to say. All right. So thank you so much for tuning in. Stay safe and make great choices. I love you so much. Bye.